There is a space where you are all you need, where you are all you want. All there is is here. Welcome to the Source Connection, conversations about who we truly are, the possibilities of creation and the new earth we are birthing, with your host, Tara Long and Liz B. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Source Connection. I'm Tara. And Liz B. This is episode number two. Episode number two. So let's start with, uh, as we will do, we believe on these episodes, as it feels good, start with just a minute of connecting to ourselves and, there, and therefore each other. So let's go ahead and Wherever you are, you can close your eyes or lie down or sit down or if you're driving, you know, keep your eyes open for this one. Just relax and take a deep breath. And just be easy. Just be easy with yourself. And feel that breath that naturally moves through your beautiful body. And feel how it just connects you more and more to yourself, to you, that deepest sense of you, not the one in the mind, the one that has always been and will always be. That changeless, infinite you. Feel the ease of that and the relaxation of that. And the knowingness deep inside that this is what you are. And the power that comes from this knowing, from this source connection. And let the body breathe and move and relax however it wants to. Shake it all out. <sighs> yes. Thank you for taking that moment together with us. We feel it. Mm. <laughs> this space is so cozy that oftentimes when we just stop like that and just really connect with this deeper um us is just so nurturing that words are so small and it's just right 
I'm just so well. like, all right, I feel complete. All okay. right, see you next time. What <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about now, right? The mind relaxes and, and loses its grip, oh, which God. feels so divine. So beautiful. It's just that's liberation right there, isn't it? Yeah. That's complete liberation. It's just yeah. mindlessness. Forget mindfulness, folks. I want mindlessness. <laughs> yep. I'm right there with you. I think that we try to codify and quantify things. So again, we reason with the mind. So we give it names and terms. And once you experience something, it's beyond the mind space. And it enraptures your body. And then the mind merges with everything. Yeah, because we have this very mind-driven status quo and um oftentimes we don't have the three centers our gut our heart and our minds deeply connected and really guiding together and so it always feels such a relief to just drop in and really engage consciously into connecting with that space yeah and it's such an invitation you know for me to just drop all identity of anything, mm. with being anything, with being, you know, a person in the world, doing this and that, having this role and that role, which are all beautiful things, of course, but just to drop that and just feel what remains when all of that just falls away. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. There really is nothing to say when you in that space, right? It's like, yeah. La, la, we're la, just la, like, la, yeah. La. Now we're like, okay, yeah. Um, so what were we going to talk about again today? <laughs> it's like, do we need to talk about anything? <laughs> I, um, because I changed places today when I was setting myself up and experimenting with this new um, space, I got up to get some incense and then i saw one of my favorite authors book yeah mark nepo mm. reduced to joy and i thought that maybe we could open up and just see where it would fall and read a, yeah. a piece of that yeah? Yeah. yeah and then take it from there i love it this one's called breaking trance Ooh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's raining lightly and the sheep are standing in the wet field, stopped by beads of water from the sky on their ears, their eyes, their mouths. They look like statues breaking their trance. Alive for the first time, they wonder, what is this magical place where the very air kisses you everywhere? Falling in love with the world is like this. Oh, Nepo. <laughs> wow. That's good stuff. Breaking the trance. Breaking the trance. What is that? What? There's a lot of that going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mess, worldly ritual taking place in, on so many levels, um, the physical, the mental, the emotional, the psychological. And um, 
I think for the ones who can see through that, it does feel like a trance. Mm -hmm. It feels like a different sound current, I want to put it, or a radio wave yeah. that you can, how do I say this? You can, you can see it almost like you can see the sound. You can see the vibration and the, the hypnotizing waves that are connecting beings beyond the level of their even rational mind at this point. Yeah, it's very much like the like the Truman Show, isn't it? It's just being being um, a witness to something like the Truman Show, if you will, and being outside of that kind of fake world. Yeah, and just seeing like, wow, okay, they're they're still going getting up and going to work, and they're doing their things, and you know. Truman, was that his name in the Truman Show? I guess it was <laughs> Truman. I haven't watched in a long time, but you know, just like, and then, and then something like um, shatters the, the canvas of the, like the world, right. you know? So there's a lot of opportunity for that, but I feel like the canvas of the world is almost unreachable for people on that different radio station in a way. Mm. Not everybody, but yeah, feels, um, yeah. Last year we had a real, a lot of low hanging fruit for peeps to um, reach up to. And I feel to take a bite of different possibilities. Mm -hmm. One may say it like that. Um, yeah. And I do still believe that are a lot of low hanging fruit. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just because we are more susceptible to seeing it. We see it, it we see it everywhere. I don't know. Um, and I think that once that the you talked about the it's almost like you are in a set, yeah, and then the set design something cracks in that design yeah. that makes you question, wait, is this real? Yeah. What's going on here? Is there something beyond yeah. the set? Is there something beyond what I can see and touch and, and, and conceptualize as my own reality? Yeah. What the mind can even perceive. Mm. There's even, you know, what is beyond perception? I mean, that's going, getting, you know, we're getting deep there, but really like we cannot be what we perceive because we perceive it. So then what are we? <laughs> what are we? What are In the we? Source Connection, episode two, Tara and Liz try to decipher, what are we? <laughs> you know, it's a great question. It's a great question. One that has been my priority for my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of this is too. Yeah. Would you describe that as a self-exploration in a way, self-adventure? How would you? It was just always wanting to know the ultimate truth. Mm. I don't want any bullshit. I don't want people to round about oh, here and then go there, even though, of course, there was plenty of that, right? We've all been down 
all kinds of roads going, oh, wait, is it there? Oh, wait, is it that? (laughs) You know, and then it's none of it. It's nothing that we can perceive, you know? So the mind tricks you into thinking, oh, I can figure it out over here, or this is the truth, or maybe that's it. And then come to effort through more self-exploration, coming to the realization that it's none of that, actually. Nothing I could ever perceive or think or put into a word could even come close to who I am, who we are. And so that's touching back to what you were saying earlier, that it's beyond a thought. So it's before form, right? So it's this formless knowingness that is just, Mm -hmm. it just is, and it can only be experienced directly. It can only be known through, I mean, there's many different different ways, if you will. There's not a right and a wrong or good or bad or anything like that, but it's not something we can, we can point to it with words and we sure do try a lot. It's because that's kind of all we've got, right? So, but yeah, it's that just when you drop in and you, like, if you've ever had a moment in your life, and, and I, I really believe most people have, when most people, and, and when I hear people describe it, when I describe it myself, you're out in nature, you know, even when I was little, and it would just be this wash over you. Nothing has happened. There isn't an external um, circumstance that is making this thing happen, but it's like a wash over you and you know, oh, everything is okay. Mm. And even more than that, just everything just is so perfect you know and you just it might just be a split second but you know it (laughs) that's it Mm. yeah do you feel it oftentimes when i am enraptured by that and really fully in that space I have this body feeling of this ultimate urge that kind of comes from, I would say my pelvic area ish and just kind of, I feel this thing kind of like, you know, climbing up and just oozing out of me. And I've always had, had this, (sighs) this feeling. Do you experience something like that as well? Um, I mean, I guess it depends on kind of what state I'm in. Whoops, what state I'm in. I'm not used to having yeah. this thing here. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like right now in having that feeling, it's very much a heart like expand. It's just like a, and then wanting to just come out, you know. Mm. But oftentimes it's like not even in the body or I don't feel, I'm not tuned into the body in that moment always either. You know, it's just like this, locationless space yeah Yeah. (laughs) I guess it does come as you are speaking and I'm taking that in it does come at different um experiences at that level it's not only just one thing yeah um because it can be completely mind body disconnect too it's almost like you've taken off the suit for a moment and it's just, ah. Yeah. And it's not a, 
uh, abandoning of the body or any sort of disconnection in a way that we're like, we don't, it's not an uh, rejecting it, right? Yeah. Oftentimes that's a misconception people have, like, right. oh, we're not the body. Well, that you're disconnected from, no, 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 the body is completely integrated. It's just no, no need to think about or focus on it in knowing mm-hmm. truly what we are because it's so far beyond form, you know? even though this form is what what we chose to be here in right now and it's perfect (laughs) right and having to also navigate the world of form with all its limitations and challenges and um experiences at every level Mm. and again we've been amping the physical world up and we're being faced with different opportunities for growth and expansion and all kinds of interesting phenomena that I think keep calling us to this depth of experience experiences in um, depth of connectivity that unlike any other time before at least that I can remember of that I was aware of let's just say I think I've always been connected but Right. No, I, I, I agree. And, and this form is showing us where we have asked for purification, mm. right? We have all asked collectively humanity has been longing for this purification for a long time. And now it's, we see it in form because that's what, that's what we perceive. So yeah, we're, we're getting to experience that right now on such a massive level. <laughs> the purification is happening every second. <laughs> Either you like it or not. Uh, depends and, on the day. <laughs> yeah. But- yeah. And to also face ourselves as the creators of this purification and the yeah. circumstances that we find ourselves into with the calling that keeps coming back of like, what depth are you meeting the circumstances that you are creating, yeah. acting, reacting, responding, or however else we choose consciously or not to do it moment by moment. Right. And there's no like set black and white way or this is the right way or this is the spiritual way or I mean that's all part of the old system too right is that there is this thing something you have to do to do it right or um to be you know have this spiritual identity for example which I know you know I've uh spending much of my life in this path has been part of my experience too like what is that spiritual identity you know and what is actually just me (laughs) And, mm. and how do I actually just want to express myself in this moment that may appear to be anything, could be anything, but if it's coming from a, my source connection and that, that alignment, um, then that's, that's just is what it is, right? And yeah, so there, there can be a lot of judgment, I know, for, for mm. people and how how should I how can you know I mean there has been for myself you know I've experienced that oh yeah so now is the time it seems to uncensor really uncensor just uncensor and just say it 
Yeah. Yeah. I think it's oftentimes what we refer as to the slave self-programming. Yeah. Yeah. And just all this conditioning and expectations and hierarchy of good, bad, right and wrong, duality, polarity, that we're learning to integrate and express wholly. And um, I think that I was wondering the other day if there was such thing as being out of alignment. Because we can often say, you know, well, I wasn't conscious of that decision or whatever thing. But if everyone is fulfilling their role in this time, is there such thing as being out of alignment or there is conscious versus unconscious alignment? Mm. And it's not like I have an answer to that, but that was a contemplation that I was um, embarking on. I have ideas about it. Um, and feelings about it and um, intuitive connections to that idea, but it was an interesting contemplation. I, I like that question um, because it, you know, it's whether we go down a path that maybe doesn't bring us what we want or what we thought it would, is that out of alignment because it brought us exactly what we needed, what we asked for. So can there be an out of alignment? Uh, yeah, that's, that's a great question. I, it seems different than are we connected to our source, right? That's mm. different because that is either, um, it's either, well, you are, or you aren't. I mean, and there's different levels of that too, right? It's not, also not black and white not, as nothing is. Um, but to what level, I guess, or, or how, how connected are you to your source? I mean, we, we always are. <laughs> it's not that we're never not connected. It's that there's just stuff in the way. There's just stuff in the way, our thoughts, our feelings, our beliefs, our judgments, our opinions, you know, all of that stuff. So that's what the purification does, right? It just clears all that out for, I don't know, that's my feeling about it. Mm-hmm. But I like that the alignment question. Can we be ever be out of alignment? Which would be, could we ever at the same time be outsourced mm-hmm. or you know, out of source connection? Mm-hmm. Because what is this connection that's beyond the time and space, beyond the limitations of this experience? And would that be the same kind of question of I can be more or less aware of my source connection Mm -hmm. and therefore honor that source connection knowing of what that is of me and who i am in my true nature or continue to be connected to that because that is the expression of this um life that we're taking on here at this moment but just not be fully aware of it yeah yeah, and making those choices that either are serving or not serving, you know. So, yeah, I mean, while we can be, while we're always naturally connected to source, it's, it's are we aware 
of the choices that we're making, are they in alignment with that connection or are we, because I think I can think of in my life, you know, back in the day when there was a lot of ideas and thoughts and things that, you know, were perfect at the time. And I'm so grateful for all of them, (laughs) but were they the highest expression of Mm. of this being this, you don't know, but at the time they, I guess they were the highest expression that was possible at that time right so is it that you are not aware that that was the highest expression because maybe we were unaware of that connection yeah it doesn't mean that that wasn't the highest expression that needed to come through because either of the awareness or lack of awareness of that connection I don't know. This is a very contemplative episode. It is, right? Okay. <laughs> hey, guys, if you're, if you're still with us, if you're following us, uh, thank you. We just kind of went down a rabbit hole there. <laughs> more, more answers than questions. That's right. I love it. And I'm doing a cleanse right now, so which is mm-hmm. wonderful. And I feel, I feel pretty bright. But there's also a little bit of like that fatigue, you know, that comes along. Yeah. A little kind of, yeah. what am I doing? Okay, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> throw that out there full disclosure full disclosure <laughs> i think that also that you know in the beginning see my eyes are wanting to close so when i really sometimes just give into that space that's mm-hmm. one of the first physical expressions that i feel is that i'm just deeply relaxed and my eyes get heavy almost like I don't need any other sensorial experience or I can cut those down in order to just really fully be in that space but it's the one thing that I've noticed over and over you know and last year even when I wasn't doing that connection on purpose I would have and I've been having moments where I'm like, I just need to keep my eyes closed. I mean, they're so heavy that it's not even, I can't fight it. I'm just like, I'm good. <laughs> I, now that you say that, I want to close my eyes too. <laughs> we do the rest of the episode with our eyes closed. <laughs> totally. I mean, I don't <laughs> So, you know, sorry, but we're... If you're just listening, then I guess you wouldn't. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) If you want to take a peek, what we look like with our eyes closed, you can tune into the video, um, (laughs) video connection of this episode. But, and it just feels like it's less distractions Mm -hmm. and it's less stimulation because at the core of it, I just keep coming back to it's so simple. Oh God, so simple. It's so simple. So simple. So simple. So so simple. 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 What's simple? And I think that because of our wondrous minds, we have been um, incentivized to make it a little bit more complicated in every way that we can, because it may be a little bit more exciting. So we have all these tools um, of breath work and movement and um, ceremonies and all of that, which is all amazing and beautiful. And I can thank them for continuously 
ripen me, ripen, help ripen my body to the expression of this connection. Um, and yet, sometimes you meet the simplest people who have not have access to any of those tools. And they're just, I mean, that light is just bright and it's just shining strongly. And it's so simple. So clear and simple. And I think that is really what, I think that's one thing that connects us that even if we've never spoken about it until right now, <laughs> it's the knowing that it's simple. It's this knowing that we don't need anything else to be who we are, to be what we are. We don't need all of the breath work and the yoga, even though it's like you said, it's beautiful. And if we're drawn to it, amazing, but nothing else is needed. But this right here, this moment, this knowingness, not even that, just let everything go and just, that's it. It's so simple. All the identities, like we were talking about, just all, you are not the crystal. You are not the, you know, Ashtanga practice. You are not in there anywhere. You cannot find yourself there. What I've come to realize about my own practices is that they are facilitators of that connection. And it's not where I found, I find anything. It's where I give myself the moment to be enough yeah. and to be whole um, in that expression. And it's interesting because yesterday I taught my weekly Kundalini yoga class and I said, you know, I'm going on a trip. And I was wondering if you were still, if you guys were interested in doing this via Zoom so we can continue the practice while I'm, you know, not in the physical space here. And a couple of them said, oh my God, please. I mean, I missed last week and I couldn't come. And then and I, and it made a huge difference. And, and I was flattered flattered by that and at the same time I found a discomfort of I guess the point it's not to depend on those to fully encounter yourself and I do understand that everyone it's at their own level of meeting oneself and um and I want to continue to support that but there was part of me that felt a little like, oh, yeah, don't, don't depend on this. Don't think, don't make yourself believe it's what this is, that you depend on this to be who you want to be, yeah. to be who you truly are. Yeah. Because if you keep coming back to that heart space and that connected space, it's really all of that is there just allowing to go into that space and sourcing from that space and um and so I felt that the minute of paradoxical yeah. excitement and like no don't depend on this you know and we did decide that um 
we're going to be streaming, which is great because I love, I love teaching and I love facilitating. I love um, helping people create that avenue where they can take the time to be with themselves, if only that. Um, and then what comes out of that, it's their own gift to unpack and, but yeah. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I love that. I very, I very much feel um, everything that you said. It's wonderful to have these tools, you know, to create, carve out that space to connect, right? And to not need that. So there's, like you said, there's different levels and people are working at different levels, right? But to come from, to go into a practice like that, not needing it, but being like, oh, it's like this bonus. It's like this extra like cherry on top of what I already know that I am. And again, there's no judgment in however anybody feels coming into a yoga class or anything else, That's right? Perfect. Um, but I remember, well, it's this, it's this whole outsourcing versus self-sourcing, right? We can outsource anything, um, even our well-being. So, and most people do <laughs> most of the time. Um, but this deep self-source of all, I can actually figure anything out. I can actually know the answer to that. I can say no when someone's telling me I need to do something that doesn't feel good no matter if it's, no matter who it is, no matter what level of authority that they may be. And that feels like what's happening in this time so deeply for people. They are going, wait, I've always had to, wait, are you sure I don't have to, um, you know, get that COVID test to travel to blah, 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 you know? Well, no, not if you don't want to. How is that, you know, and just the mind starts going like, what do you mean? How do I, but really fully owning that, that you don't have to do anything you don't want to do or that doesn't feel right for you. And um, just kind of that's a little off topic, but going back to this, um, um, this teach, you know, being a teacher and saying, oh, and, and I used to be an acupuncturist. So I would have regulars who would come, you know, and every week and, you know, oh, I'm so glad, you know, and it would be that kind of feeling like, oh, that's so great, but you, you don't need, you know, and I would, I would want to have people have their treatment and then wean them off because I don't want people to be, I've never wanted anybody to be dependent on me. And I even said, okay, that's enough to some clients. <laughs> I'm, I even, this one woman who came to me and she really just came to me. She was, well, she would call herself a hot mess. You know, I mean, she had literally everything mm. you could imagine, like all the physical things. And so after about a couple months, I was like, I, she's not getting any better. There's no improvement. There's nothing, you know, it's just more and more and more. And so she was coming to me just to have someone to listen to her and to sort of validate her identity of this ill person. Mm. Right. And so I literally like said, I'm sorry, I, I'm not helping you because you're not helping yourself. There's nothing I can do for you. Nothing, zero, zero. I'm only uh, enabling this like thing and whether she, whatever she did with that, that was her thing. Right. Um, but there was a couple of years ago, many, maybe three or four years ago. Now I went to this retreat on Maui with um, one of my favorites and uh, he, <laughs> he, the, there was a, a morning session and an afternoon session. He's like, all right guys, well, I just, you know, I may not come back for the afternoon session. I don't know. Let's see what I feel like. He's like, and then what are you guys going to do? 
what do you need me to like do you know realize yourself do you need me like he said that's that's bullshit no if you do then you shouldn't be here then you should you know he just was like hard luck and it was great because I was like perfect so we literally so he like came back maybe 30 minutes late everybody was laying around just meditating just doing their thing you know it was very much like oh we paid for this retreat and here we are and he's supposed to be like giving us something but this I that's this idea of consuming you know instead of like creating like no that's on me it's always on me it's never on anybody else to do that for me so that was fun (laughs) yeah when you said it went off topic, I don't think it's off topic at all, because again, it's giving someone some practice, something, the authority to then allow or the allowance of then you being able to do something, create something, be um, someone. And it's, I think that the deepest gift, it's to find that inner authority through these practices where you know that there's nothing outside of yourself that's a better compass than your own guiding system. And once you connect to that, there is no level of worldly authority that really matters because you know that you are the authority of your own life. That nobody knows you better than you do that nobody cares about your own life better than you do. And there's a different level of embodiment in showing up in the world. And I think that we're seeing more and more examples of that because through all the pressure that has been going on, I think that the ones who are deeply embodied and connected are really leading the way to show others what that looks like. And that'll be in different arenas, obviously. We have the lawyers, we have the doctors, we have the, the, the energy, the healers, the, I mean, we're all healers, but in different sections, yeah? We have the ones who are embodying the legal processes and the ones who are embodying the medical system, the ones who are embodying the holistic workers, the ones who are embodying every Everything. area area and arena now of the ones who are knowing that they are here at this time because that connection is so deep and it's so clear that that's why we're here yeah and i think um just just saying that reiterating what you said that we are the leaders those of us who are embodied in in whatever field we're in or whatever skill or whatever we love to do. Um, and even just the simple things like, like not consenting to something that we know is BS, right? Not saying no, standing up saying no. Like we give ourselves permission to do that and then that's a ripple. And we give so many other people permission to do that. Just, the, just when they see us, even the energy of it. So really, 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 you are your own authority and there are guides. We, there are the guides who are way showers. Hey, this, Hey, you can do this too. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then if that resonates, then that's your invitation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that 
you know, I come from teachings of language and um, almost like a passive notion of what spirituality may look like. And one of the biggest lessons for me lately has been really asserting my authority of what I don't consent in my physical experience, my energetic experience, my emotional experience, and just how good it has been to just say that I, I don't consent. I don't consent. Yeah. And just how firm and strong that really sets a certain tone for the experience of your life. And um, it's like going back to the beginning when we're talking about radio waves and when it's almost like you, when you say, I don't consent, you're kind of turning off a channel right there. So there's no passage for that frequency to really, there's no, there's no avenue for yeah. that um, integration or, or um, forgetting the word, but you get it. I understand what you're talking about. Yeah. There's no, there's no way in. There's no way there's. There's no meeting that frequency. There's no radio there's, station. There's no radio station. There's no dial to even turn the radio station on or off, right? It's not, it's not saying yes to it or no to it. It's just, I don't consent. And just that that you feel in your body when you say that, I don't consent. It's just like, yeah, a, yeah it's powerful. It's so powerful. It's so I mean, powerful. I mean, just feel that in your body when you say that, you know? No, yeah. I don't consent. And it was, it was a learning curve for me because it had always been, you know, somewhat the path of least resistance. And I understood that by claiming my lack of consent, there was not even a resistance to it. It was just, it was done. <laughs> it was done. <laughs> There's nothing to resist here because it, it it's not my experience not it's not my world it's not the world that I choose to live in at all but I yeah I love that you brought that up because I think a lot of um quote-unquote spiritual folks you know myself included on this path ha this has been the opportunity to really have boundaries mm. and no because yeah I could love and light my way out of or into anything before Oh, but you know, it's, it's not, we'll just send it all the love and we'll just, you know, totally like hold it in the light, which of course you can still do, but, um, someone's coming at you with some, with some shit and I'm not loving like that. I'm like, no, I'm out. right. So it's, there's something just so mm, about that. That is, that is new. I think for a lot of people right now that I'm even hearing you know, that are, that are still kind of in that zone, like that mushy zone of like, you know, we can spiritualize anything, mm. but when someone's knocking down your door, you know, that, that's, that it's very clear. Yeah. 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 And then it's also interesting to have to reassert those boundaries as things continue to move forward and change and shift. And 
-hmm. to reestablish the boundaries of what's even possible because I think that we are shifting and changing so rapidly that <clears throat> it's not like we could pinpoint exactly what we've surpassed or upgraded to in at every moment there's something new happening because we've never had this situation on this planet at this level before mm -hmm. and so it's a constant almost like a fine tuning yes of that oh. of that space yeah 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 and i think that you and i have been talking about this a lot this last week of all these um reactions people are having you know, on the physical level and energetic, but all the levels of being around people who have taken the medicalization, the gene therapy, right? The jab, whatever. And they're, they haven't even taken it themselves. They're just around family or friends who have, and then they're starting to have all of these symptoms, right? Like in droves in the thousands we're seeing reports or I'm seeing reports of this people's story, people's like personal stories, right? And it's so like, WTF, right? That there's the moment of like just shock and like, okay, recalibrating, like, what do we do with, what do we do with this information? Right. I don't want to be reactionary to it. I want to take it in. I want to like, so I did, yeah, I did a video yesterday and it was just, you know, it was all about like, okay, when we know and embody who and what we are, there's, of course, there's no fear to any of that. Right. And, and we can love all the beings and we can, you know, all of this stuff. And we're not going to go running into a burning building either. So use your, use your connection and know what's right for you in these circumstances. And I mean, I found myself this past weekend in a circumstance that I was totally surprised by in the moment and like, you know, had all these stories coming in and my mind was like, Oh God, what? And then went, um, you know, went, to went somewhere for the weekend and was surrounded in enclosed spaces. <laughs> Everybody talking about, oh my God, I just got the medicalization. The medicalization, they'd all had it and were so excited and proud. And, and I was had this moment, my mind was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like what a perfect creation that I put myself here to experience this and what to do in this moment. And the only thing is to expand and, and love and, and know that I can purify anything and whatever comes my way is meant for that part of that purification. Again, still using discernment in all your situations, I recommend for everybody. Personally, if I were pregnant or wanting to get pregnant, I would, you know, as a healthcare, previous healthcare practitioner, I would definitely recommend people, you know, you know. Keep their space. <laughs> yeah <clears throat> being very aware of who they're around yeah for sure um yeah but having just been there i was like okay cool so here we go what are we doing <laughs> you know yeah i love how you brought the idea of the creation yeah like oh here i am put in this space and then again how can i soften through this experience and how can i embody more of who i really know that i am that's beyond this construct in time and space and reactions and, and possibilities and just taking that to the next level. Like, no less here was 
so intense in so many ways, <clears throat> yet we thrived. Yes. This year brings new and different challenges <laughs> at a different level in the depth that we hadn't faced before. And we are thriving continuously. I think because we're just so aware, yeah, of beyond that Rumi poem comes to me, beyond the ideas of right and wrong, there's a space and I'll meet you there. And I feel like that's what I keep being called back to. How can I soften and just let go of what I think it is? Because again, everything is happening so fast. We knew that this was in the horizon, but it, it did feel really fast. <laughs> it was like, oh, we're creating this thing, we're calling it thing, and we're putting it out. And, and I was like, oh, okay, well, we don't have to worry about that for a while. It's going to take a while, right? They take like yeah. years and years. No. Was like how and I was like oh damn okay and, this is not you're not playing and then we know why all of this is happening yeah. and speeding up and all of these things um but yeah it's it's that beautiful balance of like you said in the mind of thinking something is a certain way and being able to fully let that go and see what's left in our in our body and our deep knowingness and our being like like what what is left for me here? What is relevant for me here right now to, yeah. to know, not to know, but to know. I'm pointing to the head, not with the mind, but with that deeper knowingness. So it could be some of this information actually resonates and then we say, oh, okay, and we take action accordingly. But how much of it is in the mind and how much of it do we just know? How much do we keep continue to create? Because we all of a sudden, we all tap into that sourcing of that creation. And yes. then we all start to manifest that because at this level, I thought about this earlier, the experiment is happening and it's at a level that we're not gonna be able to control anymore. And yes. so do we not go out to eat at a restaurant? Do we not? Right. It's, right. it's at that level now where it's, it's everywhere, yeah? Yeah, it's it is it is off the tracks. There are no it more is, exactly, and so <laughs> more. Yeah, we just don't. We have no clue. We have no idea yeah. what's going to happen. And so this is the time where we take all of the things that all of these many many years that we have been training for this moment that we came to this planet for this moment. Right? I knew. I always knew somewhere inside of me I was going to be here for some like crazy crisis. I didn't know what it was. You know, I had no idea what it was, but I just knew when this happened, I was like, yep, <laughs> this is it, folks, let's go. <laughs> and then the <laughs> curtains open and you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the movie starts playing and then we start making our own movie over here somewhere else. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> all of this made me think of a really interesting experience I had when my mom, my mom had been diagnosed with a degenerative neurological condition. And 
she had been prescribed a medication that was creating side effects. And I remember talking to her neurologist about it. And this is old school medicine, listening, taking notes. If you spoke for two hours, you would probably write for two hours <laughs> and just listen without even saying like a peep. It's yeah. this kind of like. Okay, yeah. Writing and writing and writing. And I said, you know, and this is happening. And I mean, it's so interesting because we, you know, it seems like, I don't know, a side effect or something unexpected. And he said, he looked at my mom, he looked at me and he said, if I go to the package insert through the books, none of it will point me to what you're telling me it's happening. But all I have it's what you're telling me that's happening and it's in front of me and that's where I need to look at. Mm. And I had never nice. experienced quote unquote traditional Western medicine mm. talked about that way. Mm -hmm. And it was so honorable that he was able to, at that moment, drop all the books the inserts and say, oh, I can argue with you, right? Right, Which we hear a lot that happens. It's people and doctors defending their positions and defending their products. And yep. this man was, was literally told me like this. I mean, you have, you're telling me it's some, there's something in front of me and I need to drop all of that and just be with what is in front of me at this moment mm -hmm. because he's and take action from this. Yeah, huh? he, saw he saw you as another being there in front of him and not a not a textbook yeah and not also he didn't feel like he needed to defend a textbook yeah. away yeah. or a certain pragmatic view of something that no if it's not here it doesn't happen yeah. you know and so again what are we being called to here like we've gathered all this information and we've we think we know what's happening but can we surrender to something bigger to something greater to the mystery of life yeah. And continue to assert ourselves in what is true and right for us, what's in alignment with our deepest truth and our deepest knowing, and continue to find wider and deeper spaces of love, of respect, of connection. We've been so polarized. Yeah. Um, and so, um, activated in so many ways and, and so again it's moment by moment of like wow look at all this what a mess all right what's happening in my experience right now yes. does that need to be my experience yeah. right and to really step into the position of creators we know we are that and so what are we creating and we do, when we do create these dissonances what are they trying to assert Mm -hmm. or show us yeah. all it all comes back to oneself mm. interesting oh, times oh yeah interesting times interesting times i'll tell you that and it's sometimes very heavy to witness certain choices, yeah. um, yeah. unconscious behaviors, mm -hmm. 
And yet I found for myself, which was another lesson, was that I needed to give everybody the dignity of their own timeline. Thank you, Dr. Christian. Yeah. Um, for saying it so beautifully like that, but it it's really it has really never left me once I heard it in that way. And just being with everyone where they're at. Yeah, because that's where they're at. And that's not our business at all. It is not. It is not. And it is can't. not. And a lot of people will say, well, but once it starts impacting my life and, you know, once, as long as it's not um, forcing anything on me and that has led me to a deeper contemplation of, aren't we creating it all? Mm -hmm. So is yeah. that what I'm going to create in my experience is the forcing of that on me? Right. No. Or even thinking that anything could be forced on you. I think right, that's the, right. right. That's the thing. Like you're creating that so that you can stand and say, mm, no, no, there's no fear because nobody can force anything on me that I don't want or consent to. Yep. Right. So that level of embodiment is there's no fear. Even, even if we do drop this body, you know, like even that, like that's okay too. Yeah. Okay too. And it's okay for all this stuff to be heavy and to have all these, yeah. you know, confusions and worries and thoughts. And, you know, it's all part of it. It's inevitable at this time. Just be with that. Yeah. Around that too for yourself. And as we look into this whole process as a purification process, when things are being destroyed, when they're burning down, when they are collapsing. If I just stop here for a moment and I think of a structure collapsing, burning, being destroyed, it doesn't look very pretty. Yeah. It's stinky. It's messy. It's, ugly, it's messy. It it's loud. A lot of, it's loud. It creates a lot of mess around it. And for miles, maybe with the ash, yeah, you know, it's oh yeah, that's the nature of what's yeah. happening right now. The dying and the being born. Yeah, even when a being drops the body, right, and then the 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 system starts to eat itself. Yeah, yeah by its own nature, and nature comes in and takes over, and all of that. And so, I believe that you. The ones who know, the ones who are here, know that we keep on sailing, even though the storm, the sea is stormy, we just keep on sailing and we keep on our steadiness and we keep in our knowingness, even if it gets rocky, if it gets shaky, if it gets um, troubled, because there's nowhere else to go but to fully integrate and then to be bred new life. To just be in it and be okay yeah. Yeah. not knowing what's yeah. going to happen because nobody yeah. does. It, 
nobody ever knew nobody ever this isn't new this isn't a new thing this this storm is just a lot more intense <laughs> the waves are bigger right the waves are bigger maybe the storm's going to last a little bit longer than anything we've ever experienced and you can go down in you know uh in the bottom of the boat and take a nap if you want that's fine but you gotta come back up <laughs> come back up <laughs> yeah and just i think that once you find that above the clouds yeah like if we're here and it's stormy and it's there's it's thundery and all of that every time you fly over an airplane it's always steady up there awesome. so we're moving i feel like we're moving through this rumbling because things are just collapsing as they've needed to collapse for a long time in many ways and again because it's big it's loud it's noisy it's messy some will choose to collapse with it because the identity is so interwined with the externalization of what life is that you know it will just have to go with it and we have to continue to stretch our hearts and keep that heartbeat strong to be able to hold grief and pain and and fly over those clouds and be what you know you are not as an escape but just as a as a deep knowing and, and reminding yourself that oh it's actually always sunny yeah. it always has been it's okay and it's okay to scream when it gets stormy and get pissed off and get loud sure. it's fine it's all it's all it's all okay all within good. that um and just i try to just be the least um hurtful to others as I can in that process um of that kind of expression and you know internal thundering and rage that comes up every now and again from even having to hold the space for all of this to happen with the no with the knowingness that we have which can be like a heavy load at times Oh, there are days, yeah, where I feel it. I feel it, and I know it's, you know, it's holding the collective in that yeah. moment. It's, it can take a lot of energy sometimes. Yeah, and just being okay with that, um, with that from time to time. So there's no, to me, there's no wrong expression. I try for my own good to limit the suffering of others that I can interwine in the expression of my own fury. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, if, if possible. Let's... If possible, yeah. <laughs> and then just laugh, getting together with your, with your dear ones and laughing your buns off. That's always good medicine, right? That's the best to me. Best. haven't found a best a better one yet so no, I haven't <laughs> if anybody has another another idea let me know yeah, I'll try yeah, it but that one to me it's laughing yeah. about all the silliness yeah. yeah it's rolling thunder yeah and I think that as you were saying ultimately when you're really know that 
there's a greater expression. This all at a level becomes comical and yeah. theatrical. Yeah. Um, and it, I mean, let me take that back. It becomes movie-like and the movie can be a comedy at times. It can be a drama and it can be a scary movie and it can be yeah. all of that. But there is a certain, it, almost like you're an expectator versus a participant in some of the plays and in some of the, the you know, the, the scenes. Yeah. Well, sometimes you feel like you're like, in it right like you're yeah the actors and you're like oh shit i guess i don't have control over any of this which of course control is a sticky word but and then we realize oh we're the we're the director of this thing oh cool actor, and then we realize oh wait i'm i'm not even in the movie theater i am the movie theater and i am the movie doesn't even exist it just doesn't mean it's not even there it's just a big show so many levels, so many levels of everything happening. That's the beauty, right? Is, is we get to choose whatever and whatever desire and call that you have to go to that next level is always available to you. It's always available yes. to you. And there's so many wonderful guides out there. You know, I mean, you, to, there's two of us here. There's uh, countless guides for you, you know, I mean, you are your own authority, but I do, I am a big proponent of guides, you know, when we need it. So. Yeah. Guides as the materialization of that need for that moment as that co-creation, like as some being will show up in your life as a co-creation, as a co-creator of that experience with you. Um, and yeah, just creating another version of yourself to, you know, take you by the hand, but it's really all just you. It's all, all your guys are just you. <laughs> whether they're in the physical, whether they're in the non-physical. <laughs> I have um, <laughs> Archangel Michael is my my phone um, screen, right? My my. Oh yeah. And oftentimes I look at that and I'm like, oh look, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> what a cool what a cool image of that expression, yeah. Because when we're thinking about all of these avatars and all of these um, representations of this grand. Um, Power, strength, courage, victory, love, connection, respect, empathy, kindness, compassion, all of that. That's all the possibility of who we truly are. And we see those embodiments out. We've created these avatars of embodiments of that. And it's remembering like, damn, that's, a, that's me. That's, that's me. awesome. That's cool. As yeah. a... Um, it's like being a musician and sometimes coming up with a cool little riff or a cool little song idea. And then months later, listening to a song that has that same hook yes. or that same melody and going, yes. me. And, and I remember being young and being like, oh, I knew I should have done it. And then yeah. now I'm like, man, look at what we've done. Look what we, did. Yeah. we did that. I didn't even have to do anything. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I just put it out there and then somebody else actually took those action steps. You yeah. know, and so just remembering all of that and just coming into this. I think that ultimately what's dying, it's the mechanical, non-empathetic, disconnected, um, 
ways of being and we're bringing back the magic, the things that we don't need to explain, the things that we feel, the things that we know, but they don't need the words. They, they, they don't need the mind to recreate them so they can be reinterpreted. And so I think we're claiming that back. Yeah. And so the collapse of all of that, yeah. it's, it's um, messy. In the rumbles of all of that, we're finding the magic dust yeah. of who we've always been. And we are reconnecting to that. And again, it's, it's simple. It's simple. It's and very simple. The, the letting go of the identities of, oh, hi, kitty. Which one is that? She. She. The little one. Yeah. What's her, wait, is that, uh, is that she? That's oh, she. She's yeah. the one that's scared every time I come over. He's, yeah, he's very shy. So, Ta-da. Uh, hello. He's out here saying, he's hello. like, and I, I don't, I don't want to look at any of you. He's like, <laughs> I'm doing my own thing. He's it's like, simple. No, no, it's time to wrap up. <laughs> it's simple. It's just, simple. Just be like a cat, just sit under a chair. And... I found out a couple of weeks ago. I have not verified this information, but you know, hearts and mind, minds can do whatever they want with it. That cats <laughs> sleep about sixty percent of their lives, and the other forty percent. They groom themselves and they, they get more delicious and they play with one another. And I'm like, yeah, all right. I like that a lot. I can, I can, I can believe that. I can, we, that we sure. can start recreating that a little bit more and just embody yeah. that Let's and playing with each other and just, you know. And sleep. Play yeah. and sleep. And play and creation, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Just, I think, you know, I think dogs are all people think cats sleep a lot i mean because i i have a dog right now and she sleeps all day i mean we, we exercise her and everything but i'm like you're like a cat you just lay around sleeping all day i'm like I think maybe she's a dog cat maybe she's <laughs> maybe she's more of a dog cat because this cat here will fetch and play my what? other cat doesn't do that but this one and we we call him a dog cat I mean, oh. you throw, you get it, and then you play with it, and then he, you know, waits for you to do it again. And I've never seen that a cat do that before. <laughs> Sky doesn't even know how to punch. <laughs> She'll go get a ball, and then she's like, "Well, now what?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> how do I do? No, Sky's like, "Look at me. I don't I'm... have time for this." <laughs> she's so like, "I'm just gonna prance around, and you're gonna tell me how beautiful I am." Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I'm gonna beautiful. look into your eyes. <laughs> look at my eyes and you're just like i love you exactly i swear we cannot take her out or on a walk or anything without a hundred people being like oh your dog she's so beautiful and what do you say i know i mean <laughs> what, do you, what do you say like thanks like i didn't i, didn't I know i mean i guess I, I did create her right but not personally responsible for how beautiful she is but it's like I know. Yeah, I'm like, I. a lot of times I'll say, yeah, she knows. <laughs> she does. But couldn't, I think that here we should institutionalize a different way of reacting to compliments. And let me say that I've gotten, I've gotten better, better receiving compliments. I would always deflect them. Oh, well, no. Oh, yeah. Always find a reason to not yeah. accept it. And so, um, yeah, I guess let, next time somebody tells me something nice, I'll be like, I know. Yeah. 
Well, I've said that before when someone said that. I'm like, yeah, I know she's pretty, isn't she? No, I'm talking about ourselves because I want to see how hard it's like, oh my God, you look so beautiful today. It's like, oh, thanks. It's like, I know. Instead of saying thanks. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it, girl. I think let's just see how that resonates. To Jeremy before. He'll give me a compliment. Like, you're so amazing or something. I'm like, I know. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. But I'm saying it, that's easier when we know each other, but like yeah. just somebody random, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. And, see and that is that our happens. invitation to all of you beautiful people out there. Next yeah. Just know, just, it. just know how beautiful you are and just know who you truly are and just continue to dive deep into yourself. I believe that's the best gift we can give others. Amen, sister. <laughs> like a beautiful completion to me. And next time, next time, we are going to have a guest. Is that right? Yeah, fingers crossed. I know that people have their own schedules and yeah. all of, um, you know, happenings and podcasts and episodes and all oh, of that. But um, we have a few cool people that we would like to have cool conversations with so yeah hopefully next episode we'll we'll have one of them join here and share this beautiful space with all of you thank you for being here one more time yeah thanks everyone love you so much